Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, here we go. He's here. I'm here. I'm Nick. He's Bo. We might as well be I'm Bo. You're Nick. It's all the same. We've morphed into one brain. It's not, there's nothing divided. This is unified. Do we need to find a way to like, I mean, this is almost like the first take debate desk. Do we need to find some stuff? I don't know what we'd find today that we're going to really argue or disagree about. We'll find something though. Yeah. We'll, we'll find Every something. While we do. Here Here's we the one thing you will absolutely agree on is shouts out to Onyx Automotive for sponsoring the game recap pod. They're the best of Omaha, number one luxury car dealer, industry leading brands, Jaguar, Land Rover, BMW, awesome location, 150th and Dodge. Check them out. Go online, onyxautomotive.com. They got tons of good stuff there. Drive Onyx, the new standard. Shouts out to Onyx Automotive for sponsoring the game recap pod and shouts out to Shoot360 Lincoln. We're off and rolling, baby. We are a little over two weeks old and, uh, the world's most advanced basketball training facility is just making Lincoln basketball better one member at a time. Uh, we specialize in shooting, passing, ball handling. I was there last night until midnight for reasons we won't discuss, but I was shooting. I got 200 threes up at midnight last night. The game's probably coming back. Yeah. My, I'm not going to lie. Like my, All of a sudden, I found it last night. Yeah. I was straight wetting that thing. And you get on the splash meter, it's just, it's fantastic. But it's NBA-level technology can be used by all players of all ages. Third, fourth-grade rookies, college-level pros, even washed-up, almost 40-year-old has-beens can go in there. I, go to, I hear, I hear the, the kids really like the leaderboards. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Yes, you can see. So there's different competitions, and every time you log in, it gives you, like, the leaderboard. It's almost like, remember uh, – was it George Costanza had the number one Frogger? Yeah, if you're it's in the old yeah. arcade games, that yes. was the big thing. It's like, yeah, some like who people spent their life? Could I get to number one in the arcade? Game? Yes, and that it's that's what it's literally like. It's it's a video game meets basketball training morphed into one. Yeah. And these kids, uh, the you remember Austin Bylene, his kids, they are they're on top of the leaderboard right now. So so people need to come after the Bylene boys to shoot three sixty. But if if you are interested. Go to shoot360.com backslash Lincoln. Schedule your official recruiting visit. It's a one-hour workout. You are going to love it. All right, Bo. Nebraska wins. What was it? It was 31-14, right? That was the final. Yes. 31-14. Let's start with this before we get into I have an analogy that is just going to ring very true for you, given you, where you're at in your life. But Nebraska is now one. Say it with me. Three in a row. Three in a row. We have been waiting for this. Like, can Nebraska, whenever, even in the offseason, we talk about the schedule, like, maybe this is the stretch where they can get three in a row. It's been three years of that talk. Yes. That we, like, couldn't, we like, couldn't do it. Think about that. Something just as, I mean, three in a row is not crazy. No, that's not crazy. That's how bad it's been. That's how bad it's been. And you're like, Nebraska did it. They did it. Yeah. It was like Adrian fighting, was well, he was fighting Drago, right? He was like, you're going to do it. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. That's what it felt like yesterday, where you're going to get three in a row. Nebraska went undefeated in the month of October for the first time since I think I saw it's 2001. Yeah. Which is wild. Nebraska is now five and one in their last five games, which is like, or uh, five and one in their last six games. They're firmly in position to potentially win the West. Like, I want to start with, like, we got to soak this up. 
Okay. Winning is fun. Yes. Winning is this. I think people are shocked almost right now that we, we've won. We don't it, even know what that's like anymore. Because this, I thought Chattel again nailed it today with his column, but like, there's just a lot about this team that doesn't make sense. There's a lot about what's happening every Saturday that you're like, how, how are they winning? How did they win that game? What happened there? It almost doesn't make sense. Cause I think we saw, we've seen a lot of football over the last few years where we go, that sort of looked like winning football for most of it. Couldn't get the win. And then sometimes this team, you see a lot of like, there's a lot of not winning football being played. And then we get the win. That's what's exactly. I wrote that down later, but I, 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 you lead me into it. If we're being honest for a second, this team commits a lot of the same sins that these past Nebraska teams have committed for five, six, seven years that ended up going four and eight, three and nine, five and seven. And yet they are finding a way to end up on the right side of the of the score column. And it's just, it's interesting. So it's yeah. not like it, it's, mm. it, don't you think, it's not like outside of the defense where the defense is playing at a level, especially the last three games that is really, really special. But I guess I think one of the things that's hard is like Nebraska's on the on the brink of getting to a bowl. They've won three in a row. We just listed out all that stuff. And yet, in some ways, you watch it, and it doesn't necessarily feel like dramatically different than it's than it's I don't know look. that we're better than 21. Like, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, if you just say who's better, this team or the 21 team that won three and nine. Three and nine. Best three and nine team of all time. Right. So so this is where I'm a little stuck. I do think the defense uh is balling. Is they're balling. Let's just yeah. be real. Like they are balling Sands Michigan. Michigan. Um so is this a case of of this team is just finding certain they're just making maybe certain plays throughout the game that are difference makers that that are sort of like uh, that the, that team in 21 let's let's say as the comparison couldn't make um or is this just a case of like the Big 10 West is truly that much worse than it was 2 years ago and the Big 10's that much worse than it was 2 years ago like that's what i don't know yet um but uh, all i know is we won 3 games and I, I think people would be going ballistic they'd be so excited if we haven't been sort of kind of as bad yeah. while and winning sure, yeah. as we have for these last three games. I mean, it, it, it actually, they, we almost had a game where like Nebraska, we, we were riding high and then about nine minutes to go in that game. Yeah. We flipped a switch. And so everybody left, I think feeling, uh, yeah, almost down on the day. Yeah, I know they I was in the, I was in the I was, basement, like, Ooh, I was going to a bad place. Isn't there. it? You're so right. When it got to halftime and then to even 24 nothing, I was really kind of riding high. Yeah. But then when the game ended, I felt a little like, Ugh. it was and an ugly stretch there. It, it was, was bad for, I mean, there were, there were portions of it that were bad in general. But then the way that game ended, I always use this. And it's like a date where it started great and then you, you went in for the kiss and you burped and she went ew. And, it, you know, and so it was. It it was one of those it it went really well. Then it just the final eight minutes kind of left you like going, uh oh. I don't it, it was it wasn't like, oh, we just had a couple bad plays. It was like 
it was almost one of the worst meltdowns in college football history. Yes. That I've ever seen well, in my life. And we had enough of a lead. And, they, they you know, I'll give them credit. They, they put together that little last drive. Mm-hmm. Fortunate, I think they got a penalty that was good. But, yeah. It was almost well. Really well, bad. we're all over the place on my my like okay, itinerary here. No, the, no, this is good. But I'll, I'll just throw this out there. When it was twenty four nothing, I looked it up. When it was twenty four nothing, with about ten and a half, eleven minutes left, and Nebraska had the ball. Nebraska had a ninety nine point nine percent winning probability. Yep. And there was a version of how that game unfolded where they they fucked around and lost a game where they had a 99%. Yeah. Point 99.9%. Yeah. But so we'll get to all that, but to, to, to circle back to something that I want to go to my fun analogy I have for you again, me and you have morphed into like the same brain. I, when we were talking about this, you know, like what we can't figure out, we're just using that 21 team as an example. It's like, okay, is it either that this defense is so special right now, or is it that the caliber opponents outside of Michigan have just been truly abysmal? Like they have played from Minnesota to Colorado as Colorado is coming crashing down, down to earth to La Tech, to NIU, to Illinois, to Northwestern. I get it. Northwestern went out and beat Maryland, but nevertheless, you look at what we saw with it. Like these teams are terrible for the big 10. At least they're terrible. And so here's the thing is I feel like we can do this thing where we can all I can say that and at the same time not necessarily try to take away from what Nebraska's accomplishment. Yeah. Cuz like I am very excited about what's going on. There's tons of of, of great things that are going on, especially in that defensive end, but it's like we're trying to it's, yeah. it's just trying to get you, it's it's such a weird state of affairs cuz if you would have told me Hey, they're going to be five and three or whatever. They're five and three. They're they're in the position to potentially win the West. They've gone. They've they've won three in a row. You, I'd be like, oh my god, are, is everybody just feeling good? You're like, well, I mean, there's moments where it looks. It's because we we still have to watch it with our eyes and be like, this is what I see, right? And we actually aren't seeing. A, we're seeing it on the defense. The offense. The offense we're seeing is an offense that shouldn't win more games than we won in 2021 right or 2020 or 2019 or 2018 right yeah. like that's the offense we're seeing but i guess you, you know you got to give it to the defense and well here the, the schedule is what it is it is what it is and that's yeah. what i feel like i can say because i could bet there's some diehard you know you know craig from carney josh from scott's bluff they're always they're probably like oh, come on man just I'm, I'm giving credit and it's like i'm not trying to like diminish what they're doing but i also can like look and see like these teams are, are i mean the big 10 west is is a mess you know yeah but they're but they're winning right but I, I think that's part of what's going to be fun is that we're we're relevant all of a sudden yes like this is the calendar it's just it's sunday october 29th november is going to turn and nebraska is in the thick of potentially going to indianapolis like that yeah. is not a, uh, oh my God! You hear these Husker Pod guys talking about Nebraska going to Indiana? No, I mean think if if a, if AG doesn't fumble, we would have beat Minnesota. Would have beat Minnesota. Nebraska is in the driver's seat yeah. right now. So here's my analogy because this is going to be perfect for the state of of you're at in your life and me as well. But what you're seeing is every game is kind of becoming the same thing right now. Like that game kind of mirrored Northwestern and it kind of mirrored Illinois. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's my analogy. As parents, the offense right now is a baby. Okay? (laughs) I like where this is going. The defense is the parent, is mom and dad. Yeah. The offense has a lot of moments throughout the day where they're throwing up, the poop in their pants, (laughs) they're peeing everywhere, they spill their drink, they throw their food on the ground, they take all their toys, they dump them out. The offense is having moments where all of that is happening. And the defense is the parent where they have to come in and just clean it all up. Yeah. And although it's frustrating and it wears you out as a parent, you now have two kids, one of which was born two weeks ago, two a little, yeah, two weeks old. I got three kids. Although it's frustrating, it wears you out. You do it because you love your baby and also like somebody's got to do it, right? Yeah. But even in the midst of the poop-filled, snot-filled, peeing everywhere, tornado of a baby running around, they'll do something a few times a day that light you up inside and make it totally worth it. Yes. And that is Nebraska football in a nutshell right now. The defense is the parent. The defense is mom and dad. The offense is the baby. The defense spends the entire day cleaning up after the offense as it just creates massive mess after massive mess after massive mess. But much like that baby, the offense has a few moments every game where they do something great and it keeps everyone rolling along. Yeah, all they all they have to do is not have the worst day ever where they in where they give you nothing just give us something just give me one give comment us an hour, what, yeah. give us an hour of being a good kid yes give us be funny a couple times right and then when you have your meltdown you drop your toys and you spill we're we'll do it and we'll we'll and we won't even we won't even say anything about it. we'll just keep our composure and do it again i will get poop on me throw up on me snot on me i will it's if you just give me that one moment where you put you in and found daddy's shoes and you come walking in with shoes on or you put you know something yeah. that you're like oh, yeah. that just you know that only as you're literally cleaning up a mess where the your kid will come over and like say something to you and you're like oh god funny. That, i mean let's be real they're funny. they're hilarious you know but that is nebraska football right now yeah i think that's that's a good analogy just in the sense too of like there this offense is in the infancy stage of like figuring out how to do anything and and they do, and that's why I wanted to make a point of like they do. They will have moments. Option pass Malachi Coleman. Option yeah. pass Jaden Doss. Fifteen play drive where they'll give you moments where you're like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. But then they give you a bunch of moments where you're like, oh my god, I just put a new diaper and they're over there shitting again. Yeah. Oh my god. Or they wake up at two a.m. and you're like, oh god. Yeah, and I'm going to be. Their time is, you know, like those kinds of things. But that is what it is like. The defense is the parent cleaning up after this baby of an offense right now. Well, I I think that's yeah. It's that is the state of Husker fandom right now. Is we've gotten our three wins in a row, which Mm -hmm. we've been waiting for. Yeah, 
And now I'd say the next level is this offense has to show us that this isn't just like only a outcome of the Big Ten West being terrible, right? Yeah. Like we need we need them to show us that like we can win a game against somebody by playing a complete game. And then I think I think then you'll see the fans. I don't think they're ready to come roaring back to excitement because of what they're seeing with their eyes. Right. Yeah. I, I agree. Here, let's go through some of the 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 baby knocked over their juice. The the baby pooped their pants. The baby threw up. So here there were some big swings in this game. Yeah. So how about the start of the game? Opening kickoff. Here we go. Nebraska Purdue. Let's 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 rock and roll. Snodgrass returns it. Snodgrass more like fumble on the grass. Yeah. <laughs> Snodgrass. Snodgrass more like fumble on the grass. Fumbles the opening kickoff. Like exactly like their Northwestern game where you threw a pick on the first play of the game. Purdue gets the ball to 33. Here comes mom and dad. It's okay. I got it. I got it. Shoves them back. No points. Yep. Then towards the end of the first quarter, this, this was, this is the turning point in the game. This sequence. You have the muff punt, punt catch from Alex Bullock. How Purdue didn't recover that ball, there needs to be a 30 for 30. There needs, it is, there was like four players that jumped on the ball for Purdue. Yeah. Somehow the ball squirts through one area, could have squirted out and goes right back to where Nebraska could get it. Like, it is truly astonishing how Purdue didn't recover that ball. And, these are those moments where you talk about like what's different about like, and I don't want, I mean, people are probably like, guys, give the 2021 Huskers or Frost era a rest. These are the moments where there is a, with certainty, Nebraska does not recover that fumble no. if it's Frost. And and maybe it's a thing where you make your own luck and you whatever, but like somehow that ball gets back in Nebraska's hands. So instead of Purdue having the ball at the 13-yard line, Nebraska has the ball. And this is where Nebraska has what I thought was their best drive of the year. Yeah. 15 play 87 yard touchdown drive. They score. That's a 10 to 14 point swing right there where Purdue is either going to score, kick a field goal, score a touchdown. Instead, Nebraska goes and scores a touchdown. The other swing Harburg's fumble in the first drive of the third quarter. Again, what is he is the best worst athlete like that run, he going he's, into contact, and just, and like he when he has to cut, like he doesn't cut well, or he, he doesn't go into contact. Well. No, well, I'm just I'm I'm amazed for a guy that again is like a good athlete. He his ability, it's like he has to come to a complete stop, turn, and then like what is that? I I Nick, I don't know. He he is. It's some sort of like, it's not in his wheelhouse. He's not comfortable making cuts and it, it just i don't know it, like you can see it like we've seen him for however many games now like yeah he can run in a straight line really well if he has to make a cut if you go lateral or you know like he just doesn't see it and he doesn't yeah he can't he, he has to come to complete stop. he can't keep moving north and south and move east and west and i uh, we might have to talk about i don't want to slow you down but like at some point we need to talk about 
our option game with yeah. him. Yes. But keep going. Let's shelve that. Yeah. So let me just keep going this way. So then, so fumble, fumble thir- started. So, I mean, there, there was an option. He, he had to come to complete stop turn and then go into two guys. And the guy just rips the ball out of his hands. Yeah. Purdue recovers the ball at the 14 yard line. Here comes mom and dad. I got it. I got it yeah. again. Nebraska forces a three and out Jamari Butler sacks uh, Hudson card on third down. Then here comes Purdue for a field goal, blocked field goal. Quentin Newsom catches it. Tommy Hill and him are high-fiving as he runs in for a touchdown. Another 10 to 14-point swing there. Unbelievable. So these are these moments where it's like we watch these things happen, and you're going like there's a world where it's 14 points there because of the muff punt and and the Harburg fumble, but instead it's seven points the other way because of a blocked field goal. It's just it's and and we needed and, and this is what I mean it became very obvious that by the end of the game was we needed a lead we needed lots of cushions yes because we just don't know when our meltdowns are coming and i think it, towards the end of the game we show we're very capable of these meltdowns so if it's a 7 point lead nick we lose yeah. we needed 24 points of cushion. You you could be more right. At one point I wrote down, thank God for the block field goal touchdown and the Tristan Alvano 55-yard field goal. Yeah. Otherwise, Nebraska was going to lose that game. Yes. Yep. Because once once it once I think that sort of momentum shifts happen and it's tied, it's it's all she wrote for us. You are right though, because at some point you better have a cushion a cushion just like at Illinois, just against Northwestern, because at some point yeah. the 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 melting's gonna unfold. Uh Real quick, I do want to talk about, so I just wanted to go through those sequences where it's like there's a version of this thing where like, wow, like there were two tails here and somehow Nebraska went on like the best case scenario each time. Yeah. Um, That 15 play 87 yard touchdown drive though, man. These are those moments in watch, walked little Bell and walked little Mac or Marvin and like gave us a smile, gave us something and just lit us up where Nebraska converted. I thought it was the best. I thought it might have been Harburg's best drive. I thought it might have been Marcus Satterfield's best yeah. drive. They converted four third downs. They had a third and three on a crosser to Fleeks, a third and nine, a little comeback route to Jaden Doss. Where did you see <laughs> Emmett Johnson? Give me two sneezes. Was it two? Ooh, I think just one. <laughs> <laughs> There's one lingering. He's like, he's, you know, when somebody opens the door and they're not quite left, they're looking, I'm like, you should just go. Just get out of the house. Just get out of the house, okay? Time to go. I think he's out. <laughs> okay, talk about a quick story about you and you were. Like, <laughs> what do you got on me? <laughs> when you were, God, I think you were like 15 or 16. No, you might have been older than that. You, we heard that whole uh, old wives' tale that you can't sneeze with your eyes open. Oh, you remember yeah. that? In oh, yeah. Sam Gibbons' driveway. Yeah. We, we were all like, but you were like, here we go, here we go. I'm going to do it. So we watch <laughs> Bo. He's going to sneeze with his eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> you do it and your shoulder i dislocated i think <laughs> i swear i think it dislocated for a bit unbelievable don't try it at home folks just close your eyes and sneeze i could i could picture like this is so stupid like i was like all right here we go both gonna sneeze go. with his eyes open i'm picturing you and it look you were in pain Oh yeah. That thing. Okay, so kids out there, don't don't try that. Might, don't try that at home. Might slip a shoulder. Oh God. Okay. So, <laughs> so third and nine comeback route to Doss. But did you see? Did you see that blitz pickup by Emmett Johnson? No, Do you remember that? Oh, it was awesome. Like he stuck his nose in there and just lit a dude up. Third and five, Ty Hahn, quick little sprint out. Out was a great call. Third and six, 
high, hands off my high knee, scrambled for it. And then the touchdown to Canton, Ohio was a, was a great call. Yeah, thank you for everything you've done. Thank for you us. Thank everything, everything you're done. going to yes. do for us. I mean, I love, there's nothing better than when I'm watching the game and like things happen and I get tweets from people like, I just got, when Fredoni scored, the amount of like, I just got tweets from people that simply said Canton. Canton. <laughs> That's all it is. That's all you need to know. All it is is Canton, Ohio. Uh, but that drive, it just, I thought it was Satterfield's best drive. It just was, that's 15 yeah, I think plays. We got to give Satterfield, I think what he does well is he'll put together some moments and he, I think he calls good shots. Like yeah. he, he, he dials up good, like attacking deep shots. Right. Those have been, to me, have been his best plays. And I've, I actually have liked a few of his, like his, Short yardage, got to have it throws, especially in the goal line. We've been pretty good when we've gotten in the red zone. Like get close last, down in there, yeah. The last like five or six weeks, like we've gotten our touchdowns when we've gotten down there. Yes, which is good to see. I agree. So that, but because this this is when you really were falling in love with the team because it was like so you have that fifteen play, eighty seven yard touchdown drive. The next possession for Purdue, Tommy Hill gets the interception. Yeah, and he nobody nobody runs east and west off of like interceptions or different fumble recoveries than tommy hill i keep thinking he's gonna be dion and every time he tries to dion it just doesn't dion but i i'm he, tommy hill is growing on me because i have always had a soft spot you've got the soft spot for him i've always been very hard on tommy he is now making plays on defense yes so, so therefore he is now entering my like realm of like tommy you're proving to me that i can trust you right uh, he still makes me laugh when he tries to go Dion, and it just he doesn't have it in the legs. I thought he was supposed to be the fastest guy in our team. So did I. I was excited when he picked when he when he picked off that this one. I thought like, oh, he might house this thing. I because, know because we're giving him Dion credit. Well, because he's like supposed to be like like you said, the fastest guy in the team. He's a kickoff returner. But he like he looks like he's got the juice. No, like, but you like you had an ability to like when you got your hands on the ball, you you had it. Like you could go score. He. I was expecting like that, and it's a lot of because remember he picked up that fumble against Illinois, I think, and he yeah. just ran <laughs> like straight to the sideline and then hit him with like, yeah, are you yeah. not entertained? Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? <laughs> oh my, Joaquin <God>. Phoenix, <laughs> Tommy Hill, thumbs up, Tommy. <laughs> oh, oh, we need to do that after anything Tommy Hill does. Just put. Russell Crowe, Gladiator. Are you not entertained? And then the whole Memorial Stadium has to just put it, put their thumb up. We are yeah, entertained. We'll give thumbs up for that. Tommy Hill had a great game. He had, I mean, this two is interceptions. two interceptions. And then he returned a, he caught a punt where he was not the punt return. I know mean, that was another one where he go, Tommy, like, are no, you not entertained? Though? Don't, yeah, you're not. I mean, he was like the gunner. And he just turned and just caught it. That's not an easy. Like I, like, thought, I at first I was like, so was he the upper turner? Then I watched the replay. I was like, no, no, he just decided to go catch it. I mean, what was that play? Alex Bullock though needs to catch the punt. I was just that was one of the things I wrote down. Is he afraid of catching punts now? I think he's afraid of it now. Like there was a bunch of long punts. Yes, game, and he would just be and like, he would just let them all hit and roll. I'm right. like, those aren't short punts. Those are long punts. You're not catching. He cost us a lot of field position. And he he muffed one. So he muffed like, one. So no, I, he was. I think he was good until he lose, muffed it. Now he's got. Lose, the, don't you lose your position now if you're that? I guy? think it's an open competition. I would think they they. I mean, he he's scared to catch the the catch the punt. If you're not electric and you can't, if you're not catching the punts and you've muffed one, I I kind of I don't know. To me, it's sort of like a 
You fired. You fired. You fired. Uh, Santino Panico. I mean, you need Santino. I mean, at least Santino is gonna he's gonna catch that thing. He tell you what, Santino. <laughs> okay, he's had but, other records. Okay. Tommy Hill. What a game. Two picks. Like I feel like that would be a great that that highlight would be great for like a special teams coaching like convention where it's a bunch of special team coaches you'd be like i had a guy in nebraska he's the gunner he catches it people are like oh my god but he had two picks but okay no this sequence so he had the 15 15 play 87 yard touchdown drive tommy hill picks it tries to go dion doesn't quite work out and then nebraska comes on dials up the option pass jalen lloyd touchdown yeah and at that point you're everybody is feeling it yeah it's 14 nothing everybody's feeling fantastic so that sequence was pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. Um, where are you at? Well, okay. Do we want to talk about the defense or do we want to get to the end of the game where all of a sudden, you know, Billy Madison turned and said, you ain't cool unless you pee your pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Peeing your pants was cool. Then I'm Miles Davis. Everybody's, hey, everybody pees the pants. Hey, hey man. Hey man. Yeah, they high five and get on the bus and they're all peeing their pants. Cool. That's where all of a sudden Har- Harburg and Satterfield went peed their pants. Do you want to get to that or you want to talk about the defense quick? Uh, uh let's talk let's say something positive before yeah. we go. Let's okay. start with the defense. Well, here's the thing about the positive. defense. I'm I, I wrote down defense and the first thing I wrote down is like I'm running out of things to say about them. Like do we believe it? I, I still like there's a part of me that's like this seems like too good to be true almost like we what was they were under 100 yards rushing 100 yards yes passing and we were in these bad backed up positions and we weren't just stopping them we were moving them back out of field goal range it was actually amazing i do believe it I, i i believe it i'm buying into it i think there's a true sense of belief with them like you can feel they have like a aura to them to me right now where it's like a belief amongst them and whether it's uh i mean they are hitting i mean reimer had a great play on a fourth down yeah. uh who was it was it omar, MJ, omar brown, omar brown good, good yes. play up on the up on the edge on a, on a bubble there was screen. a swing was it prince will prince will had a great play great on a tackle. swing and lit a guy up it is like I'm not sure I've seen a side of the ball. This feels like hyperbole, but I'm not sure I've seen a side of the ball at Nebraska get coached up and maximized considering their overall talent level more than the 2023 Nebraska defense in the last 20 seasons. Like could just, if you take a group and you, and you say, what's that, what's that ceiling look like? Yeah. And how close are they getting to that ceiling? And the fact they're doing it with a first year team, a lot of new faces with a lot of young guys, Prince Well, Cameron Linhart, um, a lot of new. I mean, th- those are new faces. And then like the MJ Sherman, um, y- you get. I mean, it's a lot of young guys, a lot of new guys. I mean, yeah. Dr. James Williams came Dr. in. He didn't James quite Williams. rock the baby, but he, he came in to. there. He did. He came in there, and he was he was looking to rock a baby or two. Um, but you, I mean, I know that feels like hyperbole, but like I just look at this team and the roster and how they're playing, and I'm like, man. I, could could they be playing better? No, they could not. That's that's a great point. Like they are at their I, what I think is their roughly ceiling. Like I, which is so impressive. Yes, the, like when you can play to what you're capable of, 
that's the ultimate sign of respect to me that I'm going to give you is like, you are maximizing yourself. Yes. That's all you can ask for as a fan. Right. Uh, as a coach. I mean, that you, you got to love that and you love that. And it's not the thing we keep on I've talked about. It's not just one. It's not like they have a starting 11 and they never sub anybody. And boy, when that 11's in there, they're really good. It continues to be just this revolving door of that's like, I, I, I think it's maybe more of these. I mean, the secondary was a, a pleasant surprise to start the season. It's like, oh, these guys are better than I thought they yep. were. But then it's the defensive line over the last, you know, maybe since Michigan, especially like they were playing well, set back, and then they just, they're all elevating right now. Mm -hmm. Jamari Butler is playing. He's like, looks like a real player. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he wasn't playing the start of the year, but then you got Linhart. You got Princewell, Princewell's two good. freshmen. Yes. Those are good. Those are really good freshmen. Yes. Like they're coming in and, you know, pushing for starting roles against Jamari and Gunnarsson. And then Ty, obviously, is Ty. He's, a, he's the most talented guy. But then Huntmaster's playing out of his mind. Yeah, but, but he is, he's blowing up the middle of that yeah. offensive line every play. So Just I think blowing it up. Between Huntmaster, Jabari, Princewell, and Linhart, those four guys are they're playing at a level i didn't think they were capable of yeah and they're doing it like they've really progressed fast so so that i think all ties in with the talent that we do have the established talent the ties the lukes the henriches the newsoms and the herzogs like those guys then they obviously get and them, then omar brown omar brown's, omar great. brown's michael good. severe texted me and he thought we we had a, a he thinks omar brown should have been in the club Omar Brown, he's played great ball. I'll tell you what, he he's got a good argument. I just think Gifford's been better. I think Gifford's been our best the, guy. The what we talked about is the reason we went away from the there's they're a, they're a victim of they have so many good players that you if you lose one of them, it's like okay, so you lose one of them, you still have Hartsog and Newsom and Gifford. Or uh, the, I mean, part, yeah, the hard part is like br between Brown, Newsom, and Hartsog. I mean, I think they all have an argument. Singleton was playing well before he left, so you had yeah, five. Oh. You like five guys that were really Ball. playing well. Nick, that's how you that's how you shut teams out. That's how you keep teams under a hundred yards rushing a game. Right. Is we're just playing great team defense. So you say, I say, I don't know if this is real. You say you believe it. Maybe I need to just start believing it. I don't know. I, I I just it's it's like it's not obvious that we have a superstar. Right. I don't know. There's one superstar in that defense, but that you you go top to bottom. It's like. Not a ton of real weak links, though. No, no. And the thing that it feels like when you watch them, it feels like they have like 12 or 13 guys on the field, doesn't it? It just everywhere there's just like anywhere they go, swing it, misdirection, counter. Like there's there's seemingly like six hats on the ball like that. It's team defense. They are playing. They are the epitome of team defense. They're not relying on one guy to win the game for them. Like, oh, this, you know, Aiden Hutchinson will clean it all up. Like, just, yeah, you know, it's not really that. Or Levant, just, Levante David will just, Levante will come plays. in there and make yeah. a play. Bear Rude, Bear, they'll, they'll, get, they'll just go clean it up. Like, it's fine. No, all of them are Everybody, rallying. Everybody's doing their job, and we are stoning these teams. Yeah, they're not that great, but but they go to, you know, Northwestern went to uh, Maryland. Man, and, and scored like 33 points on them and beat them. So, so that, to me, tells me, like, well, we're doing something more right than them. I'd be, I would love to, in a moment of honesty, like if we could, off the record, like Bielema came in here, Ryan Walters came in here, the Northwestern interim coach came in here, PJ Fleck came in here and be like, hey, 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 real quick, 
you, like how good is Nebraska? How good is that defense? What do you? Are you compared, compared to some of these defenses you've gone against the last yeah, few years, like what, where do they where do they stack up? Well, and I'd love to hear them actually what you know what they would say. Yeah, because they're stoning these dudes. And and right now, I think it, it wasn't until this last game where we did it again. I'm going to put them over that 21 defense, which you know, yeah. Stilly and Snacks, Nelson, Cam Taylor Britt, Cam Taylor Britt, JoJo, JoJo, and then you had. The two guys in the secondary, uh, Dismuke and um, Deontay Williams. Deontay, it's a good. That's a good defense. That defense was balling out. This group, I think, this group is officially as much as it pains me because it's like there's like my new kids on the block poster. If I was a teenage girl, like I have to take down that poster and put up like in sync. Yeah, like I feel like I'm taking down twenty twenty one, the three and nine twenty one team. Jeez, <laughs> that sounds really terrible, doesn't it? <laughs> you open my locker, Nick, and open it in there. Wait, what's the what's the worst band that you could put in your wall? <laughs> Like you, you didn't have new kids. You had like ninety eight degrees. You had ninety eight degrees in Hanson. It's like Nick, your uh, your music. Choice. I think it's time for me to take that Hanson in ninety eight <laughs> degrees. Hanson and put up yeah, put up new kids in the block. Oh, that one hurts a little bit. I mean that that team was three and nine. Let's, let's yeah, let's let's, let's keep so it. Let's we need it. We need to check ourselves. I think why we keep using them, we're trying to compare them to something recent. Yeah, in Nebraska that we are trying to understand. And remember, I made the tunnel walk. Remember? Yeah. At that about the 2020, they clipped out a something from this pod of me saying you have to go back to 2009, 2010, 09, 010 since a team, yeah. a defensive play. Like, I mean, clearly they, that's why. So if you're, are but, you shocked but, to hear that I have a poster on my wall? I made the. But you know what? They did do it against Oklahoma, Michigan State, Ohio and, State, Ohio State, and Oklahoma, uh, and it. Michigan. Michigan and, yeah. yeah. So like, there's the, four. Uh, top, I will say, like, okay, top 10 take, teams. take Tony White's crew. And put them against Oklahoma at Oklahoma, Michigan State at Michigan State, Ohio State, Michigan at Wisconsin. Like, I actually I think the test is going to be that Maryland game, just because of because they can kind of Tua's little brother. Yeah. I think Tua's little and brother at Wisconsin. I'm nervous. Some reason yeah, that game Wisconsin. feels like we're all of a sudden you know you've been hot at the blackjack table and you dub you split and doubled one too many times and you're like fuck we did it again yeah yeah. Uh, Real quick with this defense, Gary Sharp had a tweet at, at halftime of the Purdue game. So there's a lot here. The last time, so at halftime of the Purdue game, the last time Nebraska had allowed a touchdown was with 131 left in the second quarter at Illinois. So from that point, Nebraska had faced 20, their defense had faced 26 drives and none had finished in a touchdown. Wow. So to build off of that, Nebraska faced six more drives from Purdue in the second half before they gave up a touchdown off of that Harburg fumble where yeah. they was at the doorstep. So to land it all, Nebraska defense, Tony White's crew, put the poster on your wall. Nebraska's defense had a stretch from the second quarter at Illinois. Second half, Illinois, through the Northwestern game, all the way to the fourth quarter of the Purdue game, where that black shirt defense faced 30 two drives wow. and none ended in a touchdown wow tony white come on man You're doing your job i mean that uh, come on man it's it's impressive man it's impressive and i'm, I'm glad we talked about them first here because they deserve their due like, they do let's be excited about something we we have something to be excited about which we hadn't for a long time is we've got a defense that is making this team a winner. Yeah, we are five and three, Nick. Yeah, because of the defense, we're five and three. Like, 
It's unbelievable. I mean, a lot of people didn't think we were going to win five games this year. We right. we're at five going to going to right. bowl game city coming up. I mean, Nebraska could be bowl eligible in six days from now. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Okay. Coming up next, we're going to get to where Harburg and Satterfield and everybody decided to channel their inner Billy Madison and get cool and get cool and pee the pants. Mm-hmm. But first, I got to tell you about Onyx Automotive. They're the best of Omaha, number one luxury car dealer. They have been uh, a good partner here where they have hopped on board and they are sponsoring the game recap pod. Again, like Schick always says, support those that support us and the program. And and you should do the same. They offer leading industry leading brands, BMW, Jaguar, Land Rover. They have an awesome location at 150th and Dodge. You drive by it. You're like, man, this is just perfect. And if you're really looking for that luxury experience, you need to go to Onyx Automotive. You check them out online, onyxautomotive.com. They got tons of good information, new uh, pre-used uh, different things you can look at I mean again I need that white range we need to get like once once our you I'm opening a business and what and you your baby kind of gets like you know everything calms down I'm you're in, in you're in a cave and grinding we need to get out and how about we test drive white Range Rover we go to the Drover we take oh. the Range Rover to the Drover yes Ooh. steaks and wine Are you down with that yes okay we All might right. have to like record that. the pod from the drover. from the drover so a range rover to the drover onyx automobile if you're listening can you can you organize that and we'll listen oh, to man. hall of notes on the way to okay God, now yes. we're getting crazy oh but now that's, we're living that's, that's now we're, now we're living now we're living life that's all because onyx automotive that's all because of them they we're make it all of a sudden because life comes at you we'll take a, a white range rover to the drover hey drive onyx the new standard um and Brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors. Literally just a couple of days removed from the whole Pella crew being out here. New bay window, new front door. Looks so good. I'm not, like, just saying that. The Every time I pull into my great. driveway. It looks great. It, I'm it tell great? You, I told your wife the house looks great. It looks great. Every time I pull in the driveway, I'm like, man, that looks good. It, the house is updated. It's a 70s house. It yes. looks modern now because the door, I mean, the windows and the door are all brand what, new. What would you say? Windows make the house? Windows make windows the house. Make the house. And Pella Windows makes the best windows. Take it from me, someone who literally Work with them from the showroom in Omaha all the way through to the finish line. The in-home consultation, everything was fantastic. You can give them your business with confidence. They are awesome people. Check them out online, PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. All right, my friend, it is Billy Madison time. I'm just, I mean, not, I don't need to be like that. I just want to get your thoughts here real quick. I want to get your thoughts on kind of the decision-making and play-calling towards the end of the game. That's where I would I would love to, if we could discuss Let's that. go through this here. Because we talked about how up 24 nothing, with about a, like a, a under 11 minutes left in the game, about 10 and a half minutes to go. I told you, Nebraska had a 99.9% chance of winning, according to ESPN's probability. They come out. They run and they have a pass. I think it was either an option pass or a play action pass. Option pass. It was an option pass. Harburg, because he has his eyes down the field, is kind of scrambling. And old boy from Purdue lit his ass up. Yeah. Very next play. Heinrich Harburg, they run him after getting lit up and he fumbles. Yep. Purdue then scores a touchdown on that drive. They miss a two-point conversion. But for me, I'm like, okay, you're up 24-0. It's cold. The defense is playing out of their minds. Let's just run, let's just run the ball. 
Let's just let run the running, run your running back three times, and at worst, two, two and a half, three minutes off the clock. Is that where your head Nick, was at? Nick, we could have taken a knee. Yes. We don't, we shouldn't have taken yes. a knee. But the point that I think I was frustrated with is we played the game that we've been trying to play somewhat, besides a couple of the fumbles in the first half. But we were riding high. You're riding high up 24 with this team. Yes. Not with you name the other team yeah. in the country with this quarterback, that receiver, this. They can do whatever the heck they want to. We know what we have with this team right now. And to me, if you're doing anything besides turning around and handing the ball off, I think out of, like, under center, take yes. the snap, hand it off, get three yards, three yards, three yards, either punt or you get a first down. I don't care. And you chew, and you you, chew you, the clock. You, that clock dwindles all the way down. You snap it with two seconds. But in. You, you can't call two the two plays they call option pass. Can't what are you doing? Play, cannot. We don't need points. We need to run the clock out. Yes. This is now. If it's a seven point game, we're up seven. Right. Nick, the playbook can stay the same. Those are okay. You can't run option pass and you can't run option because one, like we've got to talk about Harburg's not good at it. Yeah. He Unfortunately, doesn't know, he doesn't know how to work the pitch. Like he doesn't know how to attack the the guy that's the pitch man and make him make the decision. Right. The the pitch guy's letting him make the decision and he doesn't know what to do. Right. And then he doesn't know how to cut. His ball handling's not great. He's shown he got he fumbled twice on options. Yes. So that's on Satterfield. That the, I agree. The start of this deal was on Satterfield. After that, it was on Players. Players sort of getting tight. Yes, but you're right. We, we sung his praises. I said he had a great, that 15-play drive, homeboy was in his bag on that one. Like, he was doing his thing on there, on yeah. that. This this was terrible. And and I know Rule tried to defend it. Like, ah, oh, man, we're trying to, you know, we're playing the game, you know? I mean, it's like, nah, we're no, playing no, no. the game. No, no, no. You play to win the game. Yeah, you're and so, playing to win the game is knowing your team and being like, this team is... We go conservative. We've got such a lead that you can't lose by just running the clock out. By taking a knee, you can't lose. Right. I think if you looked at it, like how long does it take for them to do a drive? Knee, knee, knee. Like we could just take knees and we're running off. You right. Know, right. Like two minutes a, a, a you know two minutes a per session. Yeah. Two minutes a drive. Like it just mathematically we win. Yes. And so and then you, to your point too is like option. First of all. I, Heine's not great at it. Heine's been fumble prone. And it's, I mean, option is a, is a risky play. You know, there's, there's a pitch, there's ball there's handling. Like there, there's, there's more ball handling. There's a more of a chance for fumble. that. It goes wrong. Yeah. That's so that's the good and bad of the option, right? The good is it gives you a one up advantage. The bad part is like, you're putting the ball in the air. Yes. So, so that was the first sequence and Purdue makes Nebraska pay. They score, they go for a two point conversion. They don't get it. So it's now 24 to six because Harbor got lit up. Now I didn't know this. They said after the game, they couldn't stop Harburg's mouth from bleeding. Oh. So that's why I thought it was like, uh, dude, you fumbled too many times and I you're thought, up. I thought that. So I don't know, whatever it is that, but Sims now comes in the game. And again, did you see on the third down, the shotgun snap again almost hit the motion guy. Okay, so so let's this is that I'm so glad you just you were on the exact same. So like okay, one the fact that they ran it with the motion guy. Yeah. It's either Satterfield doesn't get something or Sims is truly not commanding the offense where he's always running the motion guy too close. I know the guy's supposed to be like 
roughly in the vicinity, right? Yeah, because he because he's coming. Is he trying to? He's he's like I think a, he's supposed to like the ball's supposed to cross him, and then he's crossing. You know, and I he's, think it messes with the coverage by the fact yeah, that it's yeah. snapped on this side. And he ends on that side of the snap, right? It. So it's not like it. you can let him clear and then he holds no, and then you it's snap. Supposed it. like, to be I get like that. A lot of teams yes. do this. The issue is with Sims, and you watched it in those other games. He his guy almost always hits the ball. Yes. He is two his guys are always, let's call it two feet closer. And I don't know if that is on Sims completely. Right. But I get the sense. It happens when Sims is out. It only happens when Sims is out there. But then Satterfield keeps calling it when Sims is so, in. Again, like you're 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 giving like don't give your guys a chance to to make a mistake. Right. And I think this is where Satterfield needs to just go when we're tied down or it's close, the your playbook can stay open. When we're up 24 or 20 points with not like this team needs to be Boring, boring, yes. boring. And and what's funny is that's what they said they wanted to be. You know what I mean? Like they, they've said, like you said it a little bit ago, the game had gone exactly how they wanted it to go. And all they had to do was like do what they said they wanted to do in the fourth quarter and salt the game away and run it and all those things. But it's like Minnesota, they came out through it three times when they could have ran it, yeah. right? Like this. And again, like I'm just saying, like, never look past something in victory that you wouldn't in defeat. We criticized it because they lost Minnesota. I'm going to criticize it, even I'm though they were more upset at this. This one. was on. I, I was in dis. This was honestly, it was this sequence from Satterfield that had me the like left a bad taste in my mouth yeah, be, as that game ended. So Sims against Minnesota was just like human error. This guy just, I don't know what was going on with right. him. Right. And then the the plays, the you know when we were fumbling the other game, like I'm just that's, ugh. but Satterfield to me, I was upset at Satterfield for putting them in the position. Like you didn't have to to be in that position. No, if you take it under center and you run ISOs or whatever, just like there is less error chance for error. I just want to mush, and I want the guys in the pile holding on. Like, right, it's just about running the clock out, and well, I think that's where I'm like. Why don't what you do we, that? Yeah, what are we doing? Like, why do we need to have the shotgun snap with the guy almost hitting the ball when we're up 24? Like, it, that doesn't matter as much then because the the great play call and the great schematics of it don't matter when you're up 24 because no. it's not about busting the big one. It's about running the clock out. Yes, you've and I mean and, so, and protecting the ball too. Well, and, and, yes, well, yeah. and that's what's frustrating is what 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 we wanted was what they did on the final possession where Emmett Johnson popped one. Exactly. And then they ended up popping it, but just by, just by the, the, the nature of just being tough, they popped it, but they took their risk down the risk. I want the risk to go down when you're up 24, right? So it was turn down the risk. Cause you saw what happens when they kept the risk high. It, it you, you almost, almost got burned. You almost you got almost burned. Got, you almost blew it up with a 24 point lead with 10 minutes to go. And then, okay. And then to build on top of all that. So on third down, you have the shotgun snap that almost hits the motion guy. Sims turned the wrong way. Yeah. And that's another, Sims. another thing where it's like, Nick, I, I don't know what is up with him, but he seems to me like his first couple games, he was in la la land. He's gotten two series since he's been back. He's turned the wrong way twice. Yes. And then he, and then, and then, so then, so he turns the wrong way. So then here comes fourth and one. I get it. Might as well see if he can draw him off sides. What, whatever. That's Take a right delay play. game. Like, cool. Got it. 
Then it's fourth and six because you get the five-yard penalty delay game. Purdue then jumps off sides. Where it hurts, we didn't take the time out there. Yes. Agree. Where, or like That's just, I mean, you, you can't predict them to jump off sides, but. Right. But, yeah, so they screwed up. You couldn't make them pay for that. And but, Teddy, did you see Teddy? No, what do you do? We try to draw him off sides. Oh, yeah, he, he and said, we jumped up. They draw it off sides. Right. And Teddy either. He, did, I, he might have his eyes closed. Sometimes linemen do that where they literally like uh, they hold, they close their eyes. I didn't know that. So you bring in facts. The guy jumped. If you would have touched him, then you it's touched offside. Him, we get the penalty. Yeah. So you need someone to touch him. Right. And that's a that's an error on Teddy for not knowing that. Like, look, the guy jumped, touch him, and you get the five yard. Right. So fourth and one, tried to draw sides. Teddy could have got him, didn't do it. Here comes fourth and six. Now Purdue jumps off sides. So here comes now back to fourth and one. Again. It is fourth and one. The score is 24 to six. There is six minutes and 24 seconds left in the game. Just punt the ball. I, Just punt it. I think once again, like we're trying to prove something. I, I do think this is about proving something. That call to go for it there is a, it, are coaches that are like, we want to prove that we aren't scared. I think they are scared and they, they should be scared right now. Yeah, I, I, it's just, just go. For, I mean, Nick, or, your, your or, defense is is stoning these guys the, the only you know the only thing you can't do the only thing you can't do is fumble the ball and let him score it's and, the only thing you can't do yeah and guess what happens <laughs> sims fumbles they pick it up they return it for a touchdown and that's what I'm, i mean that's the thing is like i know it's a it's a there's a small it's a small thing but like they they win shotgun instead of going under center yep and i i don't know and jeff sims had been in all of what three plays and i mean it's just like it's like what are you doing what what are you doing you're up 24 to 6 with six and a half minutes left you had just your defense, like, and the your defense, defense is, hasn't is given rolling. up a yard all Put day the ball away you can't lose if you, you cannot lose this was the only scenario where all of a sudden you went uh-oh and that's disappointing because i think and that one's guys, on rule i think that one's on rule i think it's on satterfield for the call so it, it's on sims for being in la la land and that one's on the and, and the decision to go for it. And he for, said it after the game. He's like, I was really 50-50 on it. You know, wasn't sure. I just don't like that's a state. He wanted to, he make, wanted a to make a statement. And it's because like because he's trying to he's trying to instill confidence. And I just think winning, I think winning will build the confidence more than him making gutsy calls when we're up 20 points. Like it doesn't, I just don't think that's how you I yes. think winning. So like we still won, but now you've like You've left doubt in their minds by letting them make a bad play when you could have just been like, we'll take a win. I, I just, I, I, so I wanted to, I wanted to talk about that. And we're on the same page with it. I just thought that that sequence from Satterfield, from Sims, Sims and then from Rule was just atrocious. That is, like it was as bad of, as, as bad of like two series as I've ever seen yeah. in a situation where you're like, We've got a game one, and all we have to do is have a pulse. Yes, and play the game, and do nothing. I mean, it, it you was, don't have to do anything. You, you, have you could, like you said, you could have taken any. Was, we were terrible. It, it made me think of even like the twenty-eight to three Falcons Super Bowl with against the Patriots, where it's like you're up twenty-eight three. Literally, all you have to do is hand it off to your running back, and and the Falcons probably win. But instead, drop back. You drop numbers. back. You throw it a little bit, and all of a sudden, you just you are you are just you're playing with fire. And they almost got burned. Yeah. Again, lucky that there was a blocked field goal for a touchdown, and lucky that Alvano makes a forty-yard 
the 55 yard field goal. We recovered the fumble on the, that, that punt. Yes. So, because now you, you, you know, they Purdue, Purdue returns it for a touchdown. They get the two point conversion. It's 24, 14. And now you got to recover an onside kick. Yeah. And thank God they did. And then, then they finally did what they should have done. And Emmett Johnson pops one, yeah. but I don't know. Here's what's too bad. We just won three games in a row. Right. And listen to us. And they left us with a bad taste in their mouth because, like I said, it's it just a few decisions that I, I just feel like there's people sitting in the stands that don't know anything about football. You got me and you sitting here who know not near as much about football as Matt Rule and Marcus Satterfield. But, like, it's more obvious to us that's like, we don't need all that. Yes. Just win the game. We already got, like, we the team and the fans got everything that they needed. You'd won the game. You had won. The game was won. And what you did was, like, we want to make statements and put more risk on the table. Right. Versus, like, the statement is made. No more risk. You, you, you have, it's done. You have, they, they put the risk, and they wanted more. I think it's being greedy, personally. Yes. That's what it felt like. And there's a time for being greedy in life. I just, I think most people in the state are are a little sick to their stomach after a win because we got a little greedy. Yes, and we've I, seen what that does to us. I just could not believe when it was when it when it got to twenty four fourteen. I I was just in utter disbelief. I mean, because uh -huh. even did you see Rule after Alvano makes the fifty five yard field goal? Rules on the field, like yeah. he's like it was all like at that point. I'm like, man, this is as good of a Saturday. Feeling wise, is they won three in a row. Yeah. It's twenty four nothing. This team might shut out Purdue. Like, oh man! And they somehow just in the final ten minutes, almost completely blew it. They almost. And, and here's the thing: it's like we still got the three games, three in a row. The the team will, in the end, they'll feel pretty good. They've won three in a row. Oh, like, for sure. So their confidence is riding high. But what what he did, which is a little disappointing, was like they sort of the fans. I can Ugh. I can just. Feel like even me and you talking, we're still a little like we're like we're not there yet. Because well, because even in the even in the journey of getting to twenty four to nothing, we saw those moments. Right? I talked about those sequences: the the Snodgrass fumbling the kickoff, the muff punt, Harburg fumbling at the thirteen yard line. You, we saw there were moments where you were like, uh oh, yeah. and then they hung on. And so, in despite of all that, they get to twenty four nothing. Everybody's feeling great, and yet, yet you have those play calls like that and you just leave that door open. Yeah. And it was like, good Lord, just hand the ball, get under center, hand the ball to your running back three times and go home and you're a winner. Yeah. I just don't, I don't understand that at all. Uh, and they can come in here and they can, they can puff their chest out all they want. We don't play we play with no fear and we're playing the game, whatever. Like pl part of playing the game is playing to win the game and playing the score. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I just, I just think that we have had such a traumatic, traumatically bad <laughs> handful of years that like every win is so precious to me right now that I just am like, I just don't like when anybody messes with. Me. Well, to to contrast this, I'm trying to remember some of these games run together now. I don't think you and I turn on the mics and criticize the coaching for all the turnovers in the second half of the Illinois game. We criticize the players. Because they were running the ball, yeah, they were just running the ball, yeah, right. Like, yep. but they were so so that what they they were trying to salt the game away with that one. If my memory serves me correctly, yes, they threw a cup that 
Heine threw one in the second half, but whatever. Like, I guess what I'm saying is they've been in this situation before, and, like, we'll, we'll delve out criticism pie as we see fit, but this one to me was just, like, I, I didn't understand it at all. Yep. Um, where are we at on – Harburg's fumbled nine times this year. That's second most in the country. He has, he has fumbled the second most times out of mm-hmm. anybody in the country. Like – yep. I, I had a moment until Sims had his return moments where Harburg's starting to fumble so much. I mean, his last two games have been not so good. Yes. Um, that like I was like, mm, maybe. Yeah. Remember, I, remember how we were looking down at, yeah. at Sims? I mean, it was, Sims, Sims is doing himself no favors, though. So he's becoming a, a guy that like it's getting hard to think about playing him yeah i mean it's hard based on how he played in the first two games and then what has happened in the little spurts that he's coming after that it's it's hard to be confident with him out there right now i mean he really turns the ball over yes and it's sloppy and he turns the wrong way and the shotgun snap almost hits motion guys and he throws interceptions and he fumbles it's just like okay and but his timing of it all is what i mean heine fumbles but like sims really has like a like a sense of the worst moment that yeah like every one of his picks and fumbles were like crucial mo- you know yeah since but i don't i just you know harburg it's hard he's you know i mean he's one he's been winning though he's been winning yeah. he's he's whatever he is five and whatever as a starter he's five and one five and one as a starter he is he is being productive running the ball although it's the weird running to watch he's producing um See a he, couple deep throws now. He, yes like he hit when malachi coleman was open he hit him when Jaden doss was open he hit him like he made a couple of good third down throws on that 15 play yard uh, the 15 play 87 yard drive so it's not all bad but like he's got a he this team leads the country in fumbles like and and what's funny is Remember how many times they fumbled in the spring game? I think they fumbled eight times in the spring game. Yeah. Like, this team has been that. And they got to, like, just at some point, I'm just worried that at some point, all of the things we talk about every game, I just worry that at some point it's going to catch up to them. There's going to be, there, there's going to be, maybe the defense is due for if a the defense is due for a bad, a letdown. We lose. I mean, that's, it, I don't know how else to explain basically it. Basically, like, it's like the defense can't be like, Fucking almost perfect. Yeah. It, we it, scored 31. We scored 31. And we kicked a field goal with the block, block the extra point touchdown. So they probably scored 21 points. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Emmett Johnson popped the late one. Yeah. Fido- Canton, Ohio had the Canton, one. Ohio and then you had Doss on the, the option pass. Yeah. So, I mean, but you know what? If our defense has a letdown, I mean, we still aren't like, scoring yeah more than 20 points a game probably so, so I, I feel mean, yeah it's i, I want to be more positive but like i think we've i we're very i'm i think we were very positive about the defense well we are i mean how and, and how could you not be but I, like and and we are very positive about the fact that like at the end of the day this team is finding a way to win now however you want to say why that's happening or or it's happening in spite of the bottom line is the sun is coming up yeah. the day on Sundays and Nebraska won on Saturday. So that is all great. We have done so many of these pods 
where you and I are looking at each other and we go, how on earth did Nebraska lose that game? It's nice to at least do pods where how on earth we, did we win? <laughs> honestly, you go, I don't know how they won that game, but they won that game. Yeah, I mean, we won and it, it, the score. Like you look at say 31 14 and then we say, how did we win? It's like, yeah, it's kind of odd to say that, but like it felt that way. It did. It did. Almost every win has felt like, whew, that was a weird way to arrive at a 31 to 14 win. Yeah. And maybe, so, but maybe we've just we're due. I, I just know. think this. I think this defense has like has a little something something going, man. They there is they are flying around. They are their confidence, their belief. They're they are hitting. They're they're physical. They're fucking knocking heads off. They like give, they make you earn it. I mean, they yeah, don't it, give up much easy. Do no, they? it's like I said. It feels like they. If all of a sudden some scandal came out where like the Tony White's like at the snap, like has like Sanford standing next to him and he like slides him onto the field and like Nebraska somehow has 12 men on the field every play. Like it feels like they have one or two extra guys on the field every play. They're just there, like I said, they're they're really doing it. And I mean, it's gonna be and, and now you got Michigan State who's had real in dog. I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they two and is, five and reeling. This is, I think they're zero and five in the big 10. Yes. So that's where like, Nick, it's all teed up for us. That's the part that's like, we're kind of like, you know, we're, we're kind of, this isn't the, the most pleasant uh, three wins in a row pod that I thought we were going to have. No, but, but, but we've got Michigan state who's owned five in the big, the big 10. Mm-hmm. We've got Maryland who just got beat by Northwestern. Yep. That means if we do our jobs, we're going to be at seven wins. Seven wins with, with two, more, two to more games to go. And one of which is at home against an offense that is, I mean, truly horrifically bad in, yeah. in Iowa. Yeah. Where even, I mean, Nebraska is not going to let those, I mean, if it's going to take a special teams touchdown from Iowa yeah. and or, or a defensive touchdown for them to score 10 points against Nebraska. Yeah. So, yeah, so like it is... It is realistic that Indianapolis against Michigan, Nebraska is facing off against them again for the That's Big Ten. Okay, where's uh, right now? What's Iowa and Wisconsin's records? So they are. I want to make sure. I think the big, the, everybody's the big three and two in the Big Ten, aren't they? Let me pull it up just to make sure I get it right. We are three and two in the Big Ten. Yeah, I think there's a log jam at the top in the West of Minnesota's three and two. Iowa's three and two, Wisconsin's three and two, and Nebraska's three and two. Wow. Minnesota still has to play Ohio State, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, good. And they have to play uh I mean, so that there's a L, right? Yeah. Uh Iowa, they play they're at Northwestern, they host Rutgers, they host Illinois, then they're at Nebraska. That that's pretty manageable, right? Yeah, that's manageable. Wisconsin lost to Ohio State yesterday, but they they are at Indiana, then they play Northwestern. Then Nebraska, then at Minnesota, very manageable. Okay, so th- they're still going to be they're going to be tough. That's going to be a tough one to beat those two, and for them to not have like another loss somewhere yes. in there. Yes, but you know you never know. Like we'll see what happens if those two if those two teams both lose and give us a one game cushion. Holy moly! I right, mean, I can't believe it. Right, I mean, crazy. Yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. What a weird! That was a very weird recap pod we just did. That it was good. I, don't even I, I really enjoyed that. I don't. But it's it's that last ten minutes of that of the game that's like it's like we won three in a row, and then we had like a 
We had a meltdown. If, yeah. The baby had a meltdown, but but he did something really funny right before bedtime. Yeah, and, and it we, made it okay. The day was good. Well, it was if like let's say at twenty four nothing, if you and I had to turn off the game and record a recap pod, uh, it'd have been a good. very different recap pod. Yes. Even in spite of all of those things that happened early with with the fumbles and all those kinds of things, but that last ten minutes just made you go, man. Because that would have shown progress to me. Yes. They were going to win 24 nothing. That game should have ended 24 to nothing. Yeah. And then, like, I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I, we'll, we'll see how they bounce back from a bad finish like that, but being 3-0. So we'll see. I think they've been getting better as the year has gone on. So we'll see. I think this Michigan State game is very winnable. They got to go on the road. Mm -hmm. It's going to be hard. I, they haven't won the road yet. So, no, they did. They won. They won at Illinois. Illinois yeah, but they no, it's you're still on the road. You're. Yeah, I mean, I'm by no means just like this. Isn't like I can't really. I mean, Nebraska against anybody. I'm not. I can't like. There's no guarantee. Guarantee but, anything. Gosh, I mean, it's just our defense shows up. We're in. But it. man, that defense is yeah. is balling out. Anything, anything we're missing? I wrote a couple of things. I wrote down. I wanted to talk about Tommy Hill's performance, which was fantastic. Um. Yeah, I had a lot of people saying Newsom belongs in the club. Uh, I mean, we talked about Omar Brown. I don't know. I, I mean, makes you have to. It's I don't know if we have to update. Right it's hard to get in the club, man. I mean, offense, man. Oh, boy, oof, no, it's we felt like we had to force we, someone in the club. Put Hof we, in there. we put the Hall of Famer in there, but he's and the he scored a touchdown. Yeah, but so he might stay in. But who knows, man? He, he didn't really have any other impact in that game. Not really. That's the problem. Not really. It's kind of a weird offense right now where you don't know who really is valuable. Yeah. They're all like equally indispensable and dispensable. I like that they're playing these young guys and they're getting Yeah, yeah. Jalen Lloyd and and all those guys like I mean, that's that's fantastic. Okay, wrapping it up. Hour and seven minutes. That was good. I mean, we might next week be doing a doing a recap pod where Nebraska's going to a bowl game. Bowl and game, four wins four, in a row. Right. I mean, it's I'm I'm happy we're talking about we we can say that. We should get uh if they go to there's been projections to the the Las Vegas Bowl or going to a bowl in Phoenix. Should we get a sponsor to take me and you to one of those bowls and we'll I, do it? I think they they would. Uh, it'd be worth it'd be worth it to get us down. Just there. get just, us down there. Just to we'll, do a live pod. We will we do Bo, just, yeah. get get Bo and I. We'll share a hotel room. That's fine. We will turn the AC way down. And it's we fun. just want two steak dinners. <laughs> A flight in a hotel, we'll call they it were good. good. They were good. That's <laughs> all we're asking for. But if we have to, we'll go down and and we will. We'll, nice, we'll do what nice we got to do. Bowl, a little bowl recap yeah. and it'd be good. Pinstripe Bowl in New York. Do Would we do that? Yeah. Okay, do. we'll go to New York too. Okay. Yeah, we'll go to Del Frisco. Yeah, we got a Del Frisco's game, right. But all right. Okay. Uh, Nebraska, three in a row. Um, Up that baby. Up. Oh, baby. Oh, just, not oh, again. God, baby, oh, no. Get over here. A Heard at Sports Network production.